0: Dr. Mark Malone from Advanced Pain Care on how the spinal cord stimulator blocks pain signals, bringing patients relief at last. And we're able to tune
1: this device to mimic that frequency and essentially block it. I've seen people shed tears of joy in the recovery room. When they wake up from their light anesthesia and we turn this device on and they realize their back pain is gone, they cry for joy.
0: Advanced Pain Care at 512-244-4272 or austinpayingdoctor.com.
2: The Todd and Oz Show is live. Get in on the conversation at
1: 512-836-0590.
0: Now, here are Todd and Oz. 903 here on the Todd and Oz Show, and uh, you can jump in, too, at 512-836-0590. So the Democrat mayor of Denver, he says his city has uh, no more room for illegal aliens. The end is full, huh? Yeah, with the shelters bursting at the seams, Denver is telling some illegal aliens to leave leave the taxpayer-funded shelters. KOA Denver Talk Radio host Ross Kaminsky, uh, here he is on, uh, on Fox this morning.
2: The mayor has had this policy in place for a while where you could be in for two weeks if you were a single person, and uh, about five weeks if you were a family, they paused it for a while. Now they're just restarting that. So it's not exactly new, but people are getting kicked out. Uh, you know, Dana, here's what I think the problem is. We've got this giant, like, electromagnet in Denver. We keep telling people, you're welcome here. We're going to give you free housing, free food. We'll try to find you a job. And then the mayor seems to wonder why we get so many people rather than just turning off the power to the magnet. Mm-hmm. Um, but to. You know, to get directly to your point, I think one of the things that will happen, starting to happen a little bit, is they're going to try to push these uh, migrants out to the suburbs and other cities, which some will say yes, but many like Colorado Springs will say no, thank you. Right. Uh, Look, I I think that what we're going to end up seeing is private charities having to jump in more but but right now the situation is a mess you talked about some of these numbers i'll share one other with you denver is talking about potentially having to spend 180 million dollars and just to put it in context 10 to 15 percent of the city's entire budget Mm. for the upcoming year to take care of these illegal aliens and even the good-hearted folks of colorado the good-hearted folks of denver democrats are saying, and you're seeing this in other cities too, you've talked about it, what's going on in Chicago and New York, and you know, liberal Democrats who have always kind of supported these policies are now seeing that that these policies can have some negative ramifications. I, I don't know whether it'll change how they vote, though.
0: Yeah, uh, that was just a few minutes ago on Fox, and he's right. I, I, I don't think if it changes the way people vote, right? Sure, not. No, right? surely not. I mean, people. some Democrats will admit that their city's unsafe and they need more cops, but there's no way that they would change a, a change of vote on that front. No, 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 absolutely not. They've dug in. But, you know, I mean, here's yet another now formerly great American city that, that has been overrun. By tens of thousands of illegal immigrants, they're having to spend, uh, I think, what was the number I saw? It was $25 million extra on top of however much you are already spending to house more illegal immigrants. They're going to have to boot, I don't know, like 800 people out of, out of some of these shelters uh, just to, to try to stay afloat. Those people that will become homeless. Well, that is what, I, I. you know, Donald Trump has sat there and he's talked about, well, you know, on day one, mass deportations well you know i i I mean if 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 you're here illegally and you've got absolutely nowhere to stay and really you're you're a grown adult and it's your responsibility to take care of yourself and not mine well maybe that's how we find the people for deportation all these democrat cities they're running out of space Mm -hmm. yeah you can't talk about any solution in this story unless you shut the border down that's right any other talk is just a waste of time Yeah, the number of illegal aliens crossing the U.S. southern border has reached a staggering statistic earlier than usual. U.S. Customs and Border Protection says they've encountered a million migrants crossing the border from Mexico into the U.S. since October 1st. That's the start of the fiscal year. That number is approximately 100,000 more than at this point last year. And this was the earliest in a fiscal year the million encounter mark has been reached. CBP has also encountered more than twenty thousand migrants from China so far. Last year's total was thirty-seven thousand. The figures are published just after the U.S. Senate's bipartisan border and national security bill seemingly is on the brink of defeat. Eben Brown, Fox News, right. five one two eight three six zero five ninety a million since October the first. It's just—it's just completely unsustainable. I, and these are numbers that should be shocking to anyone who genuinely cares, right? And the fact that they're not shocking to the potato in the White House or any of his administration mm-hmm. tells you they don't care. In fact, it's by design. They're importing electric. They're importing votes. They're—they're—they're they're, they're importing a, a guaranteed Democrat victory across the board at some point in time. One hundred percent. Yep. Uh, 908 uh, We were talking earlier uh, In the previous hour About Project Connect The city's really concerned About getting some Federal dollars The feds say Our density is not Where it should be So we need more people Stacked on top of each other Mm -hmm. In order to get Some federal dollars To build this train That people voted on Uh, Sam is in Northwest Austin This morning Sam good morning What's on your mind
3: yeah, I wanted to talk about that this train situation. Yes, sir. You know, um, if you look around the world and you see some dense areas where they actually have put a train, they don't try to disrupt the the terrain. They somehow put it up in the air. They have a uh, they have a Skytrain in, in Japan, and they have monorails and elevated trains all throughout European cities. I don't know why the city of Austin doesn't try to do something like that because you could you could actually attract uh, riders because. It's it's sort of a visual thing, riding in a monorail that's elevated above ground. Um, it doesn't disrupt privacy if it goes through properties because you can't see directly down. But it's never even explored. I just don't get why the city does that. But do you remember when the city paid a Canadian consulting fee uh, like a million dollars to come down here and uh, to, to consult about 6th Street to try to make it more appealing to uh, yeah. family traffic? and. They ended up telling uh, on the news, uh, "Well, this looks like the streets haven't been cleaned. There's gum all over the sidewalks, um, and they didn't even clean up the gum on the sidewalks." You go down there, and it's you know they redid they redid that street, and I think in the early '90s, made it one-way traffic. Mm-hmm. It used to be two-way, mm-hmm. and they they put in all the stone sidewalks and the brick and stone intersections, and they just let it get trashed. And we're trying to be like Portland, Oregon. Well, Portland, Oregon sends power washers and cleans their city, or at least they used to when I lived there back in the 80s. I mean, it's a mess now. You know, hang on, on a second. Boston,
0: Boston, let's, back up, try- let's back up a little bit on the train thing. Do we, do we need an elevated train in this city?
3: No, I don't think we need it. I think I think if we, I mean, the roadways here are pretty functional. People drive okay. This new tollway is getting ready to move traffic up and down 183, down Mopac. Um, I don't know if you've seen that under construction. Yeah. Um, so uh, I don't think we need it. But my, my point is if, if you're going to force it into being, why, why go on the ground? Why not just go through the air? Like, that's what they do when they do these massive flyovers. Yeah. They don't burrow through the ground and make tunnels to do intersections. They yeah. go through
0: the air. Yeah, rock is hard in Texas. Very, right. very. We, we learned that when we built uh, the MoPac Expressway. Yeah. Had a few delays because
3: rock is hard. It is
4: what it is. I know.
0: I, I know it was just a, a, a sort of a, a, a sort of a fancy futuristic vision. But I'll tell you, one of the things that I really wish that that could have gotten a little bit more attention just to see, and you know, that whole proposal eight ten years ago from Richard Garriott here in Austin about the gondolas yeah, yeah. above ground. That's what everybody He's talking about the above ground, you know, the el- elevated trains. Now That would be cool. You talk about a cool visual impact of that. That would make me... I, I want to ride that gondola. fifteen here on the Todd and Oz Show. You can jump in at 512-836-0590. President Joe Biden taking aim at the former President Donald Trump for a delay in the border security bill. Here's Fox reporter Jackie Heinrich.
5: President Biden is seizing this moment to claim Republicans now own the border crisis.
1: The American people are going to know that the only reason the border is not secure is Donald Trump and his MAGA Republican friends. It's time for Republicans in the Congress to show a little courage, to show a little spine, to make it clear to the American people that you work for them, not for anyone else.
5: Biden campaign's rapid response team is also trolling the GOP on X, formerly known as Twitter, with a quote from Trump saying, if the bipartisan border bill fails, please blame it on me.
0: Yeah, There you go. Fox reporter Jackie Heinrich, the Trump campaign calling the president's speech an embarrassment to our nation and a slap in the face to the American people. Joe Biden is a dummy. Yeah, it's I mean, it's rich for him to say that, you know, the Republicans need to grow a spine. When they're, they're in a spine among the entire Democrat Party from top to bottom. Uh, you know when it comes to this border issue or or, or so many others for that matter mm. uh and and it and it's amazing to me the way that uh, this administration continues to just take an issue that they've historically screwed up time and time again ignored exacerbated uh, uh spoken out in in total opposition of mm. and then the next day they come out and say no 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 we we've always been in favor of this we've been doing all this it's the republicans and half the country believes it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been doing everything this whole time. Yeah, I I I love it when uh, some Democrats try to say that, that that Republicans want to defund police. That's a that's a rich <laughs> one right there. That one caught me off guard the first time I heard. Yeah. It. I looked up, I saw it on TV, they had somebody talking about how the Democrat party is the the party of law and order and public safety. It's like yeah. <laughs> what? This is yeah. Bizarro world today. Jump in at 512 Eight three six zero five ninety. Listen, uh, the Super Bowl uh, doesn't happen until Sunday, uh, but the game has already broken some uh, some gambling records. These are yeah, big numbers. As of last night, sports fans have already placed a whopping twenty three point one billion dollars in bets on the game. A nationwide sportsbook book reveals uh, some of this data. Uh, that is a thirty five percent jump over last year's amount, uh, which totaled uh, only sixteen billion. Hmm. I guess there's more online betting, too. There's more avenues for people to bet, too, in some states. Sure, sure. Uh, and the bets are expected to keep coming, according to the New York Post. 68 million Americans are expected to bet on the 49ers-Chiefs game. Uh, that comes just um, out to one in four residents. 25 re- 25% of us are going to be voting or at least uh, gambling on the Super Bowl. Uh, that, that's, that's massive. There's a 35% increase in those expected to, to gamble. This weekend than than from last year. That's correct. If you don't vote for the Chiefs, you're going to lose your money because the script says the Chiefs got to win it again. What do you mean? What are you talking about? I'm just saying. You know, that's how it's written. I don't know. You got to explain. What do you mean? I'm just saying. The script says the Chiefs have got to win this year. That's all. I mean, that's a statement, but what do you mean? Well, mostly I'm just telling a joke. I'm just joking around mostly. Oh, I thought you were serious about that. No, I'm not. You don't think it is? (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. You don't think it's scripted? I really don't think the NFL is scripted. I'm just. You really don't? I mean, a lot of people. Do, a lot of people do. Yeah, maybe it is. I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, I. I, I honestly, I'm just. I, I've I've heard a lot of people say that, but I I've never had any concrete evidence or belief to back it up. Yeah. It's just you know it's 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 just been so convenient this year with Taylor Swift and and she's been at, uh, on TV every single Sunday and I guess the big thing is is she going to make it back from her uh, Asian concert tour? I think she plays in Australia. Maybe that night that day. It's like a 13-hour flight. She'd have to leave pretty quick. She'd have to leave about 11 p.m. her time there to get back here in time to be for the Super Bowl. She It's her first Super Bowl, her first year in the NFL, and she's already made it to the Super Bowl, and she may not make the Super Bowl. You know, speaking of her flying, did you hear that, that she's talking about she's threatening legal action against this kid in Florida who tracks her carbon-spewing private jet yeah, as, as she lectur- lectures you and, and everyone else about climate and whatnot? She uh, she says this is not an issue, uh, 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 or she says that it is at uh, rather an issue, perhaps a matter of life and death. That uh, that this that this man stopped tracking me everywhere. Well, he's using uh, data in a website that anybody can track. She's mm-hmm. he's not tracking specific passengers or even her. Just it's flight tracker. That's right. Anybody can go out there and find an airplane in space and where it took off front and where it's going. He doesn't know who was on it, but. Uh, Twenty-one year old kid, he got a cease and desist letter. She's claiming that he's already uh, inflicted irreparable harm. Well, he he's been in the news before. He used to track uh, Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Yeah, same kid. Yeah, so you know who knows. Uh, it, it, we we may see her as as she jet sets over here in her carbon spewing private jet. But you but you you think the script is written and the Chiefs are going to win because of the Taylor Swift effect, the the uh, the Travis Swift effect? She's made she's made a lot of money for the for the league this year. Just just her appearance. There and, and on, on camera. Far too many appearances, by the way. You think so? Why do we have to see her all the time? I just, you know. She's pretty, I guess. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, so yeah. it, that, that means that she's got to be on TV all the time. We're trying to watch a football game. Well, she's a celebrity. She's a famous person, in, uh, and it's helped improve ratings. That's, that's why the NFL's doing it. I mean, you get it, right? Which is, which is why... The script would say that the, the Chiefs have to win. See, there you- followed by uh, a, a, a down on one knee proposal at the fifty yard line by Travis Kelsey, to which the whole world can watch her say yes. Yeah, she's in Tokyo the night before, and uh, just looking at it to me, I, I have no experience. Let's say the uh, I have no idea how long a Taylor Swift. Uh, I don't know how much torture she puts you to, how many hours of a show it is, but I'm guessing. Let's say the the show ends at 11 p.m. Right. It's about a 13, 14 hour flight back. She'd have to get back on that jet immediately. She'd have to come to the Super Bowl wearing her stage costume. She'd have to land. Now that would get ratings. She That's could. how you improve ratings in the NFL. I don't know. I bet you she I yeah, I bet you she really wants to make it. She can. Uh, I I think that there are probably a lot of people that are hoping she does. For whatever reason. So uh Yeah, I expect to see her. And Actually, I heard that they're they're having to beef up security in anticipation of her showing up. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. At the stadium, yeah really? they're 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 having to beef up actual well, public safety and security. She's the queen of America. What do you mean? She? Of course, she needs security. Unfortunately, yeah, you're kind yeah. of right about that. But you're right. I think the Chiefs the Chiefs have to win according to the script, right? Yeah, yeah. You know that in if you know you know that. Uh, Top management is hoping, gosh, I hope she gets there. I hope she gets to the Super Bowl. That'd be just, they're desperate for that. Absolutely. They got to be. They got to be. And then they can continue to pan over to her and, and, you know, be all over Twitter. Everybody, you know, cutting up the little video clips, sharing it all over the place. Super Bowl is already the biggest, what, biggest thing of the year, pretty much. Texter says, why do you guys think the Chiefs winning will make more money for the NFL? Well, selling more Chiefs jerseys right that's that's how it happens super bowl you know they win the super bowl and start selling some jerseys and the nfl makes money it's it's pretty pretty pfizer probably would too you know considering that they're both big uh hacks for the COVID shot too right you know so i'm sure pfizer is really hoping that she shows up i bet she shows up just as halftime is beginning and she steals the show just sitting in a press box and Usher, nobody even sees him on stage. She's gonna parachute in like the guy in that Holyfield fight? Maybe. Yeah. That's actually that would that, I, I would not be surprised if, if they pulled if, if this has been planned all along. You know, of course, oh, she's, it has. she's not gonna make it. She's not gonna make it. Of and then it she is. just she comes up through the stage, you know, right. Oh, right. she's gonna be part of the performance. Uh, I would wouldn't be surprised. The script would like that, wouldn't it? Of course. If you're writing it, of course she would. <laughs> Are you gonna watch? Sure. Yeah. Uh 924 you can jump in at 512-836-0590. Listen, uh Dirty Martins. Uh the historic Dirty Martins is no longer in the path of a light rail line. Uh that's the word that's uh, that is circulating on the streets and uh, and there you go. Uh you know, Project Connect, part of the plans that you voted on were to uh, to put a rail line right there, and since they did a bait and switch on you, there's not going to be a rail line there. So we're able to save Dirty Martins. I am very, very grateful. I mean, th- this, is a, this is an historic Austin landmark, basically. Some of the best burgers you're going to find. It, it would have been a travesty had it had, it, had to go away. Uh, jump in at 512-836-0590. haven't been to Dirty Martin's in 20 years, probably. You should go by there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, the one thing that I've found over the years is that it, it's, it's always just as good as it was the last time you were there. Is that right? I for I, that's been my. Experience. Did you just this on like a commercial for Dirty Martin's there just for a second? I there you did. just kind of pulled that out of your hat just like that. Man, pretty good. I I start writing copies. You should. I? You should absolutely. Yeah, I, I I'm serious though. I I've, I've never had a bad burger there. How about I mean, that? What, what, what do you what do you get when you're there? Ah, uh, you know it's usually a double cheeseburger. Is that right? No. Well, you you, you, you you toast the bun. What do you when you anything special? Uh, no, not necessarily. Wait, well, I I I get toasted buns fine. Yeah. You know, loaded up with jalapenos and, is that right and, and just uh, dripping with cheese onions yeah oh man pickles now you're just talking dirty i know dirty martins see what uh, i did there dude. see what i did there dirty martins <laughs> 931 here on the ton oz show yeah you can join us too at 512-836-0590 let me squeeze in bill real quick uh bill is in west austin this morning bill what's on your mind well,
1: I've been eating at uh, Dirty Martins for probably 40, 40 years, and I was told, and I always get the OT special, and I was told that that was the first hamburger to, that in the United States that they put bacon on.
0: Crazy. Dirty Martins gets that credit? I'll give him that credit. If that's, that's what, what want. they want. told me. Well, listen, uh, if Dirty Martins says it, and Patrick Osborne confirms it, and you've called in and ordered it. I mean, that's 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 pretty good. That's enough proof for me. That's, woo, woo, woo. I'll give it yeah. to him. Dirty Martin's invented bacon. That's what a what a high honor. No, I didn't invent. bacon. Huh? No, no, no. Let's go ahead and say they did. No, uh, we can start there. Bacon, and they put it on the burger first. Yeah, that's exactly. why they invented it. <laughs> they, they built bacon. They invented bacon. They did to put it on they, a hamburger. They promoted it. Yeah. Now, now, now tell tell folks what the OT is. Explain it for somebody that's never know. been I there. I
2: think
1: OT was the original chef or cook that that made it. Right, but uh, what is it? I, what, when I don't you, know if ahead. he's still still alive or not, but uh,
0: uh, but what is it when you order it? What is it?
1: It's well, it's it's. A, I think it's a cheeseburger with bacon.
0: Well, you order it for forty five years. Right. What do you mean? You think? <laughs> Well, I mean, I I don't I just eat it. <laughs> I don't look into it. Oh, Okay, but it's delicious. I got you. French fries what? too. French fries.
1: Uh, I'm kind of going easy on those, but uh, you know, uh, I, if I get the double burger. I can skip the fries.
0: Yeah, well, what's uh, no. why are you anti-fry? What's your deal? Don't I mean don't I'm you, a big boy. Don't uh, you love America? I got fat.
1: Uh? I'm kind of on Atkins, so I got chubby, and I uh, decided boy. to cut back
0: on the yeah. carbs. I got you. I hear what you're saying. I understand i understand yeah. but listen you don't know, I mean i understand quality of life's important you want to be healthy but don't go full-on anti french fry don't do that <laughs> i might eat one or two <laughs> yeah well i mean you don't have to fry them you can get you one of those air fryers you know that you know that way that's a little bit healthier i think it is at least that's what i'm told well yeah and you know i
1: used to to live on fries and and uh of course the uh High Park Grill has those battered ones, which even have more carbs.
0: Yeah, there you go. It's the they're ultimate thing in my good. mouth. Mm-hmm. Talking dirty now, Bill. Yeah, yeah. Bill, that's great. So, uh, well, listen, I appreciate your glowing review of Dirty Martins. And uh, and, and, and to be honest, they invented bacon <laughs> to put on a burger. Yeah. And to be honest, they're the ones that made you fat over these years, if you think about it. They, really. they were. Yeah. They were. There you go. Uh, but exactly what a joy you know. it was, right? There you go. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> and Let I'll tell you, that. just to add, your, the, the OT special. Yeah. mayo, lettuce, tomato, bacon, and cheese. Okay. And gotta touch it, gotta see it, gotta squeeze it. Side note, that's the burger that Earl Campbell always gets when he goes in there. Yeah, there you EOT go. EOT Special. So okay. You that's, that's, that's the Earl Campbell burger. All right. So, you know, if you want to be big and strong and, and run guys over on the gridiron, EOT Special. Woo! Side note, Dirty Martins, uh, they also invented uh, ketchup, too. <laughs> A lot of people don't know yeah. that. <laughs> A lot of people don't know that culinary history about Dirty Martins. And the wheel, apparently. That's right. I mean, yeah uh 512-836-0590 uh here on the Todd and Oz show there's some uh, talk in the Texas Tribune this morning about uh, about school vouchers. Yeah well there's a uh, there's a new poll out of the uh, University of Houston Hobby School of Public Affairs and it shows that more than half of Texas GOP primary voters are displeased with members of the the uh, state house who voted against school vouchers last year. 60% Texas Republican primary voters Say they're less likely now to vote uh, vote this March for a state house member who opposed the vouchers in last year's what do we have four four sessions? Say that again. Slow down. The sixty percent are less likely to vote for what? Sixty percent uh, say they're less likely to vote this March for a house member who opposed vouchers last year. So so sixty percent want vouchers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I just want to the, be very clear. That's how odd for the uh, the Texas Tribune, the very liberal Tribune, to report that. Yeah. Well, you know, it's the, it's the polling there out of the Hobby School in Houston. Sixteen percent say they'd be less likely to support incumbents who voted for vouchers. Uh, and uh, I mean, you know, this this was a this was a big deal. And, and Greg Abbott has already come out and he's he's dropped some big endorsements on on uh, you know people challengers to those in, incumbents who refuse to to go along with the school voucher legislation, but. Uh, You know, I mean, do you think we're going to see another pass at this next year in the session? Do you think Greg will bring this back? According to that data, it sounds like politicians need to. The people are demanding it. 60% say they would vote for someone that would present some sort of voucher bill. Yeah. It sounds like the people of Texas want school choice. I think that that there's been a pretty strong appetite for it for a long time. Yeah. Well, the thing is, uh, for many, many, many years, people have homeschooled their kids I'm talking thousands and thousands and thousands of years. People homeschooled their kids. This public school thing is really just an experiment. Yeah, how's it working out? Uh, there's a dumpster on fire right now. I mean, it's really not working out well. Uh, our, our, we're certainly not. Comp- our public school system is not competing with with much of the rest of the world when it comes to keeping our kids on par. No, 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 no. They, no, no. Our kids are not on par in public schools. Public schools can't keep your kids safe. Public schools are not teaching your kids to read and write. Public schools are not preparing your child for the future, yeah. of, the future of employment. And this now, now, let, me, let me back up a minute. Great things are happening in public schools. Yeah, it's not all bad. Some kids are getting a great education. Sure. But too many are not. Sure. Well and we're focused on all the wrong things and and uh, not disciplining kids and I know this this is outside of Texas, but I saw something just yesterday that I think there were of fifty three school there were fifty three schools in uh, the state of Illinois where not a single student can do math on grade level thirty three of them are in Chicago right so uh, this this is a nationwide problem but certainly Texas and its public school system has a long way to go to put things back together but you know the teacher unions and and uh, you know school boards, Really just kind of want to continue to focus on a lot of stuff that really doesn't matter. We just want to make the kids feel good. Yeah, Here's the thing, and, uh, and, and I'm going to say something that's, that's rather uh, controversial, a little provocative. But bear with me now. Public schools suck. Yeah. I'll and you know that. how I know that? Because you went to one? That's what bus drivers tell us. That's what teachers tell us. That's what the teachers' union tells us. That's what the state commissioner uh, of education tells us when they're behind in so many grade levels. Public schools suck based on the people that work, based on the opinions of people that work in public schools. And it's really, it's pretty interesting when you look at how, you're right. That is is constantly the message. The public schools uh, are a mess and that's why we need more money, but... We don't want to let the kids, we don't want to release the kids from, from having to come here to yeah. these mess of, we still want them to come here, teachers, even though we'll, we'll tell you it's failing. Teachers unions have done a very good job of telling us about the quality of schools. Yeah. They suck. Oh, yeah. We hey, we hear about it all the time from Education Austin. Yeah. You know, how bad AISD schools are. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the general message, especially when lawmakers are in session. and They want money. Yeah. Uh, it is at 939. Uh, I guess uh, we're going to be seeing some of this Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir Putin on On X eventually, right? I'm looking forward to this. I haven't seen any of the Eclipse yet, but... uh...
4: There are risks to conducting an interview like this, obviously. So we've thought about it carefully over many months. Here's why we're doing it. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. Our duty is to inform people. Two years into a war that's reshaping the entire world, most Americans are not informed. They have no real idea what's happening in this region here in Russia or 600 miles away in Ukraine. But they should know. They're paying for much of it in ways they might not fully yet perceive. The war in Ukraine is a human disaster. It's left hundreds of thousands of people dead, an entire generation of young Ukrainians, and it's depopulated the largest country in Europe. But the long-term effects are even more profound. This war has utterly reshaped the global military and trade alliances and the sanctions that followed have as well. And in total, they have upended the world economy. The post-World War II economic order, the system that guaranteed prosperity in the West for more than 80 years, is coming apart very fast, and along with it, the dominance of the US dollar. These are not small changes. They are history-altering developments. They will define the lives of our grandchildren. Most of the world understands this perfectly well. They can see it. Ask anyone in Asia or the Middle East, what the future looks like. And yet the populations of the English-speaking countries seem mostly unaware. They think that nothing has really changed. And they think that because no one has told them the truth.
0: Yeah, there you go. Tucker Carlson on X, kind of previewing this uh, interview with Vladimir Putin. Uh, Yeah, we'd love to get your thoughts on that at 512-836-0590. I think that this will be an extremely interesting interview. Uh, You know, I think... Tucker Carlson really has some of the the longest reach out there, you know, when it comes to, I mean, obviously he's not, you know, with any mainstream media outlet anymore, but I mean, he's he's got a, a significant reach, and I think a lot of people want to hear this because I mean, you know, w- w- basically what we've had is our, our mainstream media here has has taken this this, you know, Zelensky and turned him into a cultural icon and you know, let's rally, but you're right. You haven't really heard from the other side and I I think it's only fair that we do. Yeah, I look forward to this uh, this interview Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin for a for a variety of reasons. Uh, one is I don't think we always get the truth from our media here in the United States. I think we all collectively can agree to that, right? Yeah. We don't always get the truth. Well, we may not get the truth in a Tucker Carlson Vladimir Putin interview, but we'll get a different perspective, right? Exactly, right, and that's why that's one of the reasons I'm very much looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, listen, uh, the Senate is going to vote today on a multi-billion-dollar package for Ukraine and Israel and the U.S. border. Uh, keep in mind, young people, this is why you can't afford a car and a home. Uh, Fox reporter uh, Asina Hussey, uh, she's ex- well. They expect this uh, this legislation to fail. There will be another vote uh, on this package that includes nothing. Uh, for the U.S. border.
5: Well, I'm told just a few moments ago by a Senate aide that uh, Senator Mike Lee is actively whipping votes right now in his office. Some members are there right now because after this Senate border deal fails today, it's expected to fail later on this afternoon, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer will then rip the border portion, the policy, out of the package and put forth instead the rest of the aid. Of course, that's $60 billion for Ukraine. That's $14 billion for Israel, $8 billion for Taiwan. You need 60 yays to break the filibuster and gop leader Mitch McConnell already indicated yesterday that Ukraine's very important to him and he hopes that this is how the Senate moves forward from here. Now, he's also taking heat for how this controversial border deal came about. Senator Ted Cruz yesterday told me that he thinks that it's time for McConnell to go. Senator J.D. Vance said that leadership is responsible. They screwed this up. But McConnell is pushing back on claims that he misread his own colleagues and almost shifting the blame instead to House Speaker Mike Johnson for influencing his conference.
1: I followed the instructions of my conference who were insisting that we tackle this in October. Things have changed over the last four months and it's been made perfectly clear by the speaker that he wouldn't take it up even if we sent it to him.
5: Okay, so if this security package without the border stuff passes uh, the rest of their test vote today, it puts Speaker Johnson in a tough bind. That's because Democrats and a swath of hard fiscal conservatives rejected his standalone Israel aid package last night. Now, that first test vote on the package with border happens at 1 p.m. again, expected to fail.
0: These people are clueless in our nation's capital. The people want a border funding bill now. Yes. They want the border shut down now. Do that first before you start throwing money at other countries' borders. Every single one of these senators, any one of them that vote in favor of this, should be voted out of office. Period. Period. Especially the Republicans. They should all collectively get together and say, no, we're not voting on Israel funding. We're not voting on Ukraine funding until we secure the border. Period. Israel Israel is doing Israel does not need our money. They don't. They they have they've, they've got a very powerful military. I mean, it's fine that we want to help them, but it shouldn't take precedent over us. And Ukraine, well, at this point, I'm not interested in Ukraine. It's not our problem. Shouldn't be our problem. I want our border fixed or nothing else. And the thing that's frustrating, I mean there's many things frustrating about this, but you hear Mitch McConnell say that funding Ukraine is important to him. To him. And nobody asked the question why, why the president of the United States is not able to get into a in front of a camera? No Democrat lawmaker is able to get in front of a camera and say exactly why Ukraine is so important to fund. They can't reveal the secrets, is what it is. It's because they, yeah, they've got so much dirty laundry hidden over there. It's almost like we're Zelensky's just extorting us. Because he can. Because, because he's, he holds the key to the, all the secrets. What's the plan? Yeah. What's the long-range plan? Is the long-range plan to take down Russia? Is that really the long-range plan? Really? Yeah, well, if that's the long-range plan, then we're not doing a very good job of it. Well, nothing's moving. I mean, it's been, what, just kind of months of a stalemate. Guys just kind of happen. sitting around over there getting fat now. Ain't nothing. Yeah, there's nothing a happening. Bit of, there's a little bit of skirmishing going on here and there. Uh, you know, if, if you know, a lot of people say, well, well, well Putin could destroy Ukraine. Can he? Really? I don't think he can. I really don't think they can. I think they're broke. I don't think they can extend their resources uh, to to totally. I think you, I think Russia has already taken back uh, the things that they want, including those two or three provinces where the people that spoke Russian wanted to be Russian and no longer Ukraine. Mm -hmm. That's what he's taken back. Well, then what's he still doing in there? Why is it so important for Mitch McConnell to send $60 billion to Ukraine? What's his goal? What's, why are they doing this? They never answer that question. Well, they are never even asked that question by the press. Well, could be that there are a bunch of photos sitting in a locked safe over there somewhere that they don't want getting out. Could be the the bio labs. Could be a number of money laundering, gun running, human trafficking. Could be a whole lot of reasons, things that we know about that we've hidden over there in Ukraine. And if we don't pay up, somehow that information is going to leak. Yeah. Entirely possible. In fact, uh, it's extremely possible. Yeah. That's why I can't think of any other reason that we would care so much, really. and At this point, I don't. I, yeah. I've lost all concern. Yeah. I want our border secured. And then I'll talk about caring about Ukraine again. Yeah, yeah secure the border first. But we're not going to do that. Yeah, they, and they stripped and, all that out. And, and 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 Israel doesn't need our money. No. I don't mind helping them with intelligence, yeah. right? I mean, that's that's cool. They're an ally. We've been absolutely helping, we've been helping each other for years. But not to the detriment of our own people in our own borders, right? I mean, that, and and, and we, we really are the ones, our, our, our cities are crumbling, or falling, our governments are are rapidly becoming these third world looking socialist shells of what they used to be. Uh, it's, it's, we're, we're not benefiting from what our, and, and I've said this multiple times today, your government does not work for you, mm-hmm. period. That's a good point. Period. Yeah. Yeah. There might've been a time they did, but they yeah. certainly don't now. I'll squeeze in one more call there, Vandy, if you want us to hang on a second. Uh five one two eight three six zero five ninety. A texter says a lot goes to making those weapons made here in America and then shipped over there uh to shoot at the Russians. Yeah. yeah. Well if your reason for sending sixty billion dollars to fund the war between Ukraine and Russia, as as some as some politicians say, it'll also create a bunch of jobs. If your reason for war is to create jobs in America, man, that's that seems kind of weird I've, and unethical, doesn't it? I've heard a lot better a, a lot better excuses than that. We'll squeeze in Jack real quick. Jack, good morning. Real quick, what do you got, Jack? Well, one of the things that we're hiding in Ukraine is we're hiding a big, giant uh, chemical weapons lab that we started many years ago. Mm-hmm. That was Don't. discovered and miraculously Don't. disappeared from the news. Yep, yep. Yeah, we don't talk much about that, do Good we? Good point, Jack. Maybe we'll learn that uh, in that Tucker Carlson interview with Vladimir. Maybe so. I, I you think? Uh, I, hopefully, Tucker Carlson will be smart enough to release this out before he gets gets on to an airplane to to fly away. Do you think so? Do you know. think there's a concern about his safety? You never know. The Todd and Oz Show, weekday mornings, five to ten on News
3: Radio KLBJ.
0: Dr. Mark Malone from Advanced Pain Care on how the spinal cord stimulator blocks pain signals, bringing patients relief at last.
1: And we're able to tune this device to mimic that frequency and essentially block it. I've seen people shed tears of joy in the recovery room. When they wake up from their light anesthesia and we turn this device on and they realize their back pain is gone, they cry for joy.
0: Advanced Pain Care at 512-244-4272. Or austinpaindoctor.com.